For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spirits. It's against spirits. A lot of times we think that people and things happen to us and we don't realize that our ways, our, our, our mindset is the root issue and root problem that is causing confusion, that's causing hurt, that's causing shame, that's causing destruction. This is the battlefield that the enemy like to play and that is the battle of the mind in our minds there is feelings that happens inwardly but then there's our senses that happens on the outside of our bodies and that enter in and and, and it then it registers in the mind we can hear something, we can smell something, taste something, feel something. It's through these senses that the enemy tries to enter into the temple, into the temple, and he he wrestle. <laughs> he wrestle. This is where the battle happens. And a lot of times the enemy would Try to he will trick us out of a battle, but we must understand that at the end of the day, the war is the like he that's that's God's. When when you become the temple of God, and ultimately the war will end in him. But sometimes, you know, we might lose a couple of battles. But we don't have to lose. This is why they say we've got to take it back by force. It's when you, it's when you have the word inside that's going to be activated and it's going to be on the offense instead of the defense. Sometimes we use the uh, well. Sometimes we use the word as a defense, but it's the word is the sword. It is an offense thing. It is not a defense. If you think about the armor of God, the word, the spirit of God is actually, you know, it's an offense thing. It's not, if you actually think about where Jesus, when he was being tempted of the enemy, that was the, that day after, during his fasting, that became a battlefield. It became, it became Satan's word against God's word. And if you actually think about it, Jesus didn't use God's word to defend himself. He used it as an office thing. He used it to combat with the enemy. Because you must understand, even the enemy knows the word. If you actually look at, I believe it was the... Was it the second one? It was the second temptation where Satan actually said, he quoted a scripture where he said, well, God won't allow, God will send his angels down and make sure you don't, you know, hit the ground, basically. He went into the word. 
this is how it's so important to know the word for yourself and actually know the will of God and know the ways of God. Is when you know God's way, that's how you don't get lost when you know God's way. This is how you know when you know God's way, then you won't allow the enemy to come in and 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 destroy and try to steal from you. That's his mission. His whole mission is to kill, steal, and destroy. And if he's going to use the word, he's going to use the word as well. He will use any and everything. Something I had just read not too long ago. What is it? First Corinthians, sec, uh, second, second chapter and 11 verse. And it says this, it says, for whom, it's a question, for who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? Now, even though the the passage itself is actually going to about the wisdom from God and how, you know, in order to know the wisdom of God is you have to have the spirit of God in order to know the wisdom of God, right? Um, if you don't have the wisdom of God, then you are only filtering out your thoughts with with you, <laughs> you only, and only on your only on your understanding uh, and only on your knowledge. That right there, between a man's thoughts and God's thought, are two different things because it's. God's thoughts, you can't, you can't even phantom, I understand. Sometimes God will say something and you'd be like, what? If you actually think about what is the story of um, Abraham, where God told him to go, you know, sacrifice your man, your son. That don't sound right. But he didn't, you know, sometimes we don't understand the will. Sometimes we can't see past the time that is before us at that moment. But God is the author and finisher of our faith so he knows the timeless he knows the manifestation of things he knows the things are way ahead of us that we can't even think of this is why it's so important to know God's word because we will become so lost we will become so defeated we will try to use sometimes people will only look up oh what is God's promise <laughs> to me no, no, no. What is God's way? Because Satan used God's promise against Jesus and see if he was going to take that bait so he can fall. Because that was a promise that Satan had used. He used the promise of, oh, when you fall, God's going to send these angels and make sure your feet don't hit the ground. That was a promise. That was a promise. And, you know, Jesus, he came back with the word. Hold on. I shall not tempt God. See, Jesus knew the way of God. He knew what pleases God. He knew the, the quality and the mindset. Because once you have a certain mindset, yes, you would know the promises of God. But that mindset, I won't tempt God. That is that is a behavior. That is a quality. That is a, a foundational law that you will have within yourself that will prevent you from doing certain things. I had to remind myself, even on today, like with my own self, like like just just reading 
stuff like just reading well read not just stuff but definitely god's word for sure and 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 you know some other books that you know that combats and and deciphers and help break some certain things down and then day, you know i allowed god to lead and the spirit of god to lead and guide me in it today but the mind is the battle for the enemy will convince you, <laughs> will try to convince you even with the word so he can continue to keep you blind, so he can continue to keep you in a space where he can distract you, so he can destroy you, so he can do play with you. Make you go through the same cycles over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and God could be screaming at you, hey, I can just imagine <laughs> I can probably just a little bit of knowing the children that you made and that you love so much and you see them destroying themselves. We all just destroying ourselves in some way. If we didn't find Christ, we just destroying ourselves because a lot of times we only think of that moment and thinking that that moment, making decisions within moments and thinking it's okay for certain things. Something I just read in the Bible. It read. I think it was in Ezekiel. It was in Ezekiel. Let me see if I can find it real fast. But in Ezekiel. Fascinating thing. In Ezekiel. God. Has said. And, and it's so true. Because it made me a little kind of. Fat. It made me go back on the thought of people talking about karma. And. In the word, I'm trying to find it so I can get the exact um, wording. But in it, because I just read it this morning, God was saying a person who, who, who I would say, I would say say, they call them righteous, who has right, who, who lives a righteous life, basically decides to decides to do something evil or do something wicked or if he sinned that is the exact word to use if a righteous person sin his righteousness does not save him and then on the flip side of that a wicked person if he makes a decision to do what's right his wickedness does not kill him. He won't. Ain't that so crazy? Just because you say you say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and that would fire. You know, that's old school. <laughs> you know, you feel, you know, we start entitling ourselves and stuff. You know, even though, you know, we are all the children of God. And yes, we are all hairs, who, uh, hairs of the Lord. You know, but that doesn't mean that you can just slip by and think that you finna get away with some stuff and you still going to be saved just because you, you, you had, you know, you got the name of the hair on you. I don't know. Just because you done done some righteousness things. Even in the Bible, it says, what well, was it? Uh, prophets and all of them came to, to God. And he say, um, he <laughs> get <thee> behind. <laughs> he rebuked them. Look, I'm trying to think of word for word. Cause I'm thinking, but even he rebuked them. You all wicked evil doers. He called them evil doers. The ones who said I did 
righteous things. I did this for you, God, and I did that for you. That does that's not going to save you. You can't your righteous doings does not seal you. Vice versa, the wicked the wickedness doesn't really seal you either. If you decided to turn, if you turned from your wicked ways, then you will be saved. This is why moments. <laughs> sometimes when we go through a moment, sometimes you don't even get the chance to think through something. Sometimes you just kind of respond. But even with you responding, it's your mindset that is going to filter out your actions and the things that you do. A person has a million thoughts that go through our our heads. It really does. And sometimes we can only hear a couple of them. But scientifically, we have millions of thoughts that go through our head. But we have something that filters them out. This is called your mindset. Your mindset. If your mind is stayed on God and your mindset is on the will of God, then life then and then then you're filtering man this is why i said you benefit when you allow god's word and being obedient to god's word allow you to live in a a, a space of grace this is this is the new life of grace this is not the place of pre Pre-sitting yourself. Sometimes people are like, oh, I'm going to just do this for the moment. Do you know that one moment? You don't know the time, know the hour, know the second that your life will end. And you going and making a pre-sin action. Oh, I could just say, Lord, forgive me right after. Do you honestly think that you might live right after that? We don't know the time, nor the hour at all. But this is not a restricting thing. God's word is not a restricting thing. It's definitely a guideline for your life. It was meant to help you give guides so that you can live life for for an abundance. It's a mindset so that you can filter. You can let me say this to so just to make it real simple. God's command, which was only two commands: love God with all your heart and mind, and the second was to love your neighbor. You know, as yourself. That those are mindsets. When those mindset is your mindset, then you will automatically filter out and begin to 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 produce the fruits of the spirit. And those fruits of the spirit is going to it's going to show up in your life. That's where peace show up in your life, love show up in your life, joy show up in your life. You will automatically attract the things of for that lifestyle, the grace lifestyle. See people try to use and this is what they call a wolf and sheep clothing, use the the try to cover themselves with the lifestyles and trying to put it off on a fake, then no, you know what I'm saying? But that's not something that you can pretend to be. You cannot live both lives. 
Like that's the same. You can't serve two masters. Either you going to love the one or you going to hate the other. And I just be wanting, you know, live live life in light. When you live light in a light, then there is there's nothing to hide. Then you that that's 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 a life of abundance, right? That that's a piece of life of abundance. But you can live an open, happy life and not a life that's oh, I got a smile on my face at the moment, but deep down I'm crying and hurt inside, and I need some help. Jesus, help me. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I'm just trying to encourage because I had a, in the end of the day, I have to encourage my day. And in the end of the day, I have to speak a word to myself. And in the, the day, you know, I got to get the word in me too. Like, even the more I'd be like, okay, I need to get me some index cards. You know what I'm saying? I need to you go back to how I was when I was younger. Hey, put the scripture on one end on the flip side and then put the action that put the actual script on me hold on put like first corinthians or whatever on one side of the car and actually put the scripture on the other side of the car and you know test my own self like i'm gonna get this in me (laughs) i need to know (laughs) and i can definitely say this that people who has i would say who have great qualities great qualities they tend to live a better quality, a quality, their life, they have a better quality of life. I'm saying that I wearing that wrong. I am definitely wearing that wrong. People, <laughs> people who obtain different qualities in their life, they have a higher quality of life. They just do. They live life with smiles on their face and it's not a fake smile. They be like, why are you happy? Because I'm happy. Can I be happy? Um, I'm just having, you know, I'm, I'm chilled. I'm cool. I'm good. God's good. I ain't got nothing to complain about, you know what I'm saying? In the end of the day, but ending on that note, just ending on that note. I love you. I love you. I love you. Tell someone else that you love them because at the end of the day we need love in the end of the day love is the regulator of our lives is it's the guide of our life and it pleases god to the utmost he said whatever you do unto people you do unto me all right you guys have a blessed day have a wonderful day be blessed peace